morning, lovely people. It is Thursday, the 19th of January. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. When this will be the time to um, just... There's a lot of us in this room. There's me here, your favorite shade queen. What's Ben doing? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good... Um... Sorry, I've just seen um, a message from Kwashi T in mm -hmm. the chat room. Good morning, everybody. And Washington. No, Kwashi T. Oh. I'm think I'm, I think I pronounced it properly. I don't know. But this person says, we'll start liking when we start on time. Well, guess then, what? We're going to start on time tomorrow. And then the moon face. What does the moon face mean? It means it's a shady face. It's like, get your oh, act together. Okay. Cool. Noted. So why are we going to start on time tomorrow? What's going to be different? Because we need to be starting on time anyway. Mm. A meeting needs to be had anyway. All right. So we, tomorrow we'll be here 8 a.m. Even if it's, um, where was just say? Even if it's just Brent <laughs> <laughs> leading y'all. We'll be that. But no, wait, sorry. First of all, uh, Moonface, if you could just like the video. <laughs> 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 Listen, Moonface is a term of endearment, okay? That's what Sheldon's grandma used to call him. <laughs> so, um, listen, Moonface, can you like the video? Thank you on my account. And we'll start on time tomorrow. Mm -hmm. From tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> Marcus agrees as well. And so does Yusuf. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they call me Iman, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, Melanin Jampa. That is right. That is right. It's the Nigerians here today, boy. Mm-hmm. How are we doing? Yeah, no, can't complain. Yeah? Can't complain. How are you? I'm good, thank you. That's it. I'm good and feeling great. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, should we just get on with the show? Oh, wait. Like the video. <laughs> Especially you, Moonface. I ain't never seen Moonface in the, co in the comments, you know? And here you are here to call out our transgressions. But um, kindly like the video, guys. Subscribe to the channel. And also, go and check out our Twitter, The Day After TNB. It gives a synopsis of what we're going to be talking about and also has a link. So please kindly share that with your timeline. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, let's get into our first headlines. All right. So guess who's back in the news, Esther? If it's Harry and Meghan. <laughs> no. Boris. Boris. He's back, man. There's just certain people. Do you know, we've said certain people's names on here more mm. than we've said the word black or then you said the word facts <laughs> that's true though it's crazy that is true all right let's go boris again yeah man so a senior conservative backbencher by the name of david davis warned his party that they risk a defeat on the scale of 1997 if boris johnson's followers keep trying to return him to power in 1997 tony blair beat the tories by a landslide win leaving the tories with just 165 mps it took 13 years before they returned to government and 18 before they had a parliamentary majority. That was a, a one-sided beating. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and Davis wrote in the Independent article, yeah? He said that Boris's old disciples are predicting a Boris victory at the polls in a way that makes you think they're wishing for it to be true. But his return is certainly going to fail. And in the process, it is corroding the party's chances at the next election. Mr. Davis also pointed out that Boris avoided any hard decisions like the plague, and that his decline was a straight judgment on his character by the public, largely around Partygate. 
Polling conducted around the time he left office gave him a net popularity rating of minus 53%, which apparently is one of the worst ratings for a prime minister in modern times. It's crazy, man. Hmm. I think we should stop asking Boris to come back. He's gone. Hmm. Let it go. And just move on. They really don't want Sunak, innit? They really don't. But also, Mm. it's just giving... You know that ex that just never shuts up? (laughs) Like, I've moved on. (laughs) To be fair, though, Boris... I I feel like Boris is minding his business. And the people just... He is. You know what I'm saying? His disciples want him. Do you know they called him back? They called a white man back from Jamaica. Do you know how much white people love the Caribbean? You know what I'm saying? Called him back from a holiday saying, can you please um, put yourself forward? No, I don't want to. I've left. That's a shame. And if he comes back... I don't know why people want him to come back. Because if he comes back here, that man is going to do... As he pleases. If you think he did as he pleased, <laughs> as he pleased before, yeah. When you're begging for him to come back, mm. the arrogance is gonna be worse than Trump. Yeah, yeah. If he, you know, a part of me wants him to come back, yeah, just to see how insane the country is, right? Because if he comes back and he beats Labour again, that's that's just that would be appalling. But I also don't want him to come back and lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's a disgrace. Know, yeah, the yeah. Nigerian me, the arrogant side of me. I'm yeah, yeah, I don't want that's embarrassing. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't like, like it never happens. We <laughs> can't. Because years that 20 years from now, my kids are gonna be in school. Mm. And the, the history question is gonna be um why did Boris Johnson <laughs> lose the second election? It's gonna be embarrassing. Yep. But you know it's possible, isn't it, Manuel? Him coming back and actually beating Stammer. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. That is crazy. I actually feel like he, he would, you know. Hate to say it. Can, it's, you it's hazard a, possible. can you hazard a guess what? lie he would run the campaign on because <laughs> it would need to be lies right yeah 100 yeah, percent. but it'll be lies on both sides to be fair but mm, what would he say like what could he win on i just feel like he'd just mm. be like i said i've done this before i knew the mistakes mm-hmm. i've got more experience than this guy does he's weak i'm not mm. and i love this country so much. you know people love this whole i love this country thing yeah. i love this country so much i've come back a second time to lead us to victory yeah yeah that's true I think he might lie about Starmer being involved in some type of COVID mm. some scam. Well, scam, yeah. They all were. Saying Put them no contracts. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. It, be, it may be something like that. I feel like he... Boris is so savage. I feel like he would even throw Rishi and... Um, mm. I'm about to call her Angela Valdez. What's her name? Where's that <laughs> other woman? Who that trusts. was there for like 10 days and now she's got... Yeah, trust. <laughs> that's it. Mm. He would even throw them under the bus. I feel like he just... Anyone can get it. Oh, 100%. 100%. To be fair, the country's already a joke. Maybe just for entertainment sakes. Mm. Well, speaking of prime ministers, a prime minister, uh, well, the prime minister, I should say, from New Zealand um, has resigned. It's a woman, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. a woman, man. Jacinda Ardern has announced she will quit as New Zealand's prime minister next month, saying she no longer has enough in the tank to lead. Miss Arden choked up as she detailed how six challenging years in the job had taken a toll. She, she will step down as Labour Party leader no later than the 7th of February, and there's going to be a vote in coming days to determine her replacement. New Zealand will hold a general election on the 14th of October. Miss Arden, who's 42, said that she had taken time to consider her future over the summer break. She said, I had hoped that I would find what I needed to carry on over that period, but unfortunately I haven't, and I'll be doing a disservice to New Zealand to continue. Miss Arden became the youngest female head of government in the world when she was elected Prime Minister in 2017 at the age of 37. And a year later, she became the second elected world leader to ever give birth while in office. I love it. Yeah. She steered New Zealand through the COVID-19 pandemic and its ensuing recession, the Christchurch uh, mosque shootings, and the White Island volcanic volcanic eruption. And this is what she said, right, in her um, parting speech. She said, it's one thing to lead your country through peacetime. 
it's another to lead them through crisis. These events have been taxing because of the weight, the sheer weight and continual nature of them. There's never really been a moment where it's ever felt like we were just governing. Ms. Arden led the Labour Party to a landslide election victory in 2020, but her domestic popularity has declined to a new lows in recent months, according to opinion polls. I am proud of her. I think she did amazing. Mm. When I think of how like New Zealand held, um, handled the whole COVID stuff, like mm. she actually did really, really well. Yeah. I think her husband's like, listen, spending too much time away from the kids. <laughs> Get yourself mm. back in here. It's, 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 you know, I think it's a shame though, because I feel like some people may not focus on the achievements. Yeah. You focus on the fact that, you know, she's a woman mm. and now she's saying she can't do the job no more. Mm, that's you know what I'm so saying? Annoying. Even though she gave birth while in while office, she still did all these amazing things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, man, she did well. She did really, really well. That's very inspiring. Mm. And the youngest as well. She made history as well. Yes, 100%. 100%. Love it, man. But yeah, that's the end of the headlines. Thank you. So I know you guys know our routine over here, but we're doing things, we're switching things up a little bit. If you guys like the video, we might go back to normal um, schedule <laughs> tomorrow. We're switching things up, so let's get into Word and Road. Guys, this is a very important day. It's a very important day for Whiskey FC and um, 30 BG Gang because our faves are going to be linking up. Mm. I could not believe my eyes when I saw it. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw it. So um, Whiskey is obviously doing his, he's going to be doing his Made in Lagos. Um, what is the album called? It's not Made in Lagos. Oh, um, More Love, Less Ego. That's, that's it. it. That album is just, anyway, whatever. We already told you how we feel about that. But yeah, so he's going to be doing, going on that tour um, soon. I might go to it actually. I haven't seen Whiskey in a couple of years, but it's because basically I was part of Whiskey FC. Like I basically mm. led the UK branch of that. <laughs> And I've seen him so many times that I know, like, I know what to expect. It's not mm. exciting for me anymore. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'll see how I feel. But anyways, yeah. So he's, so he basically tweeted. No, he didn't tweet. He was on his Instagram he's yesterday. He's going to church every week. He's going to church every week. You. Yeah, what's I going to do anything? Jesus ain't whiskered. <laughs> I hear that. But if it is that you love somebody, you keep supporting them. I hope. Your guardian angel is making a note of this to bring this up as early case because you're wild in this lovely morning. <laughs> what? And if I love someone, I will support, but as long as many times I can support you, sorry. I hear you're going to check out Chris Brown also. I can't wait to see Chris Brown. Yeah. I don't think you guys understand. When, when's that against February, isn't it? Valentine's Day. Ooh, That's ooh, crazy. Fancy. I don't think you guys understand the level. Mm. Hold on. It better be a weekend. I can't lie. We're going to have to record TDA. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie to you. Okay, so on a Tuesday. I don't think you guys understand the level of like excitement. Like, okay, this might sound wild, yeah, mm. but I don't want to die before. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So you're putting in that extra. Like, <laughs> That's why you're in church every single day this week. Listen, do every time because I'm going to heaven anyway. But I've never seen Chris Brown. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Is that one of the um, prayer points in your white church? <laughs> <laughs> what, praying for a black a black queen to, to enjoy? Yes. Yes, black enjoyment. Yes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, that I flipping cannot wait. Like, I don't know if you guys understand it. I planned my hairstyle. Like, I'm ready. Mm. Ready to go. But anyways. Um, yeah, so Whiskered, right? He's doing his made... No, not made. More Love, Less Ego tour. 
And he basically was posting like a bunch of pictures with him in the studio. And there was one year where it's like whiskered from the full side, but just like that much, like a couple of centimeters. Mm. So you can see that's the head on his side, but obviously with a side angle. Mm. But me, I, I know my fave's head anywhere any day. <laughs> that was the video's head. Mm. So I said, oh, they're in the studio together. And then the next slide says, after my more love, more loveless ego tour, Davido and I are going on tour. Save your coins. Mm. I don't want to hear Pim. And guess what? You will not hear Pim. I'm ready. I'm ready to drop the coin, all the coins. I'm ready. Like I'm, mm. I can't. I cannot wait. Do you know how amazing that tour will be? Yeah, it'll be sick. It'll be sick. Because the thing is that both of them, whenever they have tours, whenever they have concerts, mm -hmm. they bring like everybody. Yeah. So mm. imagine when they're bringing every, everybody for real, for real this time. It might be like a, a Afro Nation on wheels, man. We just get made up in here. Every day I would drive, I'd come here, I think of made. I'm going to message him today. Mm. Because honestly, it's going to be absolutely flipping amazing. Mm. It's going to be amazing. Sick. It's going to be amazing. Sick. Sprinkle, but they, they might as well just have Burner come in mm. for a couple of songs. Yeah, yeah. But actually, this, I feel like this is going to make history. Yeah. It's going to make history. Yeah. For Africa in general. Because what I love about them is that both of them, <clears throat> more David, obviously, but um, both of them kind of support other, act, of other African acts as well. And Davido, who he's always he puts the South African artists on. I know people mm. talk about that. And my piano waving Afro beats, blah blah. But Davido's been doing that. I was listening to mm. his catalog the other day, and I was like, nah, this man, like, this was in like 2016, if that, mm. 2015 even. Mm. And he was already teaming up with Africa with the um, South Africans, doing like on their sound. Do you get what I mean? Mm. On the um, my piano sound. So mm. this is gonna be flipping amazing. But I love it as well because obviously there's for years and years and years they've they've been put against each other. Um, Burner Boy, Whiskey, and Davido. And so it's just, it'll be nice. It'll be so beautiful and so wholesome to see them all come together um, to do this great thing for Africa. Because all of them, in their ways, Bernard, Whiskey, um, Davido, mm -hmm. have put like more than Nigeria on the, on the map. Yeah. So it, just, it will just be amazing. Very, very wholesome content that will be. Um, so yeah, someone else is also enjoying good news today is Flowrider. So basically, in 2014, he had a contract with um, Celsius Drinks. Mm. Yeah, Celsius Drinks, energy drinks, right? And um, he helped them. I think at that time, this company just started up and he was part of that, you know, part of that. And he was promised as well, like a 1% stake, um, stakehold mm. in the company. And he helped like pushing like ads and whatever, just basically mm. collaborated with them yeah. to help push this brand or whatever. They started to make it and they just came out. You see? They just cut him out. So he actually, he took them to court in the May of 2021. He filed a lawsuit against them. Good. Um, he said that they've broken previously agreed upon terms of a deal that what they made in 2014. And then initially he was owed, he said that he, no, sorry, he first claimed he was owed $30,000. Mm. Obviously as the company has grown, mm -hmm. that's yeah. growing with it mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, and then he said he helped this company, he said, I helped birth this company. And all we were looking for was some trustworthy people who acted as if they were fam they were my family. Mm. And then when it comes down to the success of today, they just forgot about me. Um, and yeah, and guess what? He has been awarded $82.6 million. Woo! That was worth it. Absolutely worth it. <laughs> the pain absolutely was worth, it. worth it. And I, I love that for him. I absolutely yeah. love that for him. So that's amazing. That's a great win. They might appeal it or whatever, but... I doubt it would get anywhere. To be awarded that, like that, mm -hmm. you didn't get nothing. 
when I said congratulations to him, um, to Flo Rider. And even before they even offered him the money, he was like, I'm just happy to just give me, uh, what's it called? I'm happy to take 1% ownership. Mm. I'm happy to take 1% ownership. But I guess it just didn't, I don't know what that would have worked out to, but 82.6 million, it's like a lot. Um, so yeah, so congratulations to him for winning that. And I love that, you know, people can't be using, sorry, obviously I know he's black, so I'm going to just lean on the black thing while I'm, while I'm here. But people can't just be leaning, can't be using black people to push your companies and push all these things. And then as soon as you get success, you drop them out. doesn't work that way. does not work that way at all. So yes, I love that for him. Congratulations to him. I did see um, on one of the so one of the blogs that posted the win, his baby mum was under the comments talking about, oh that's good. So now he can stop making excuses for his for his child's medical bills. <laughs> but yeah, man, other way is still a win, and that's what um, that's what matters here. A man who hoped he had a win is Tory Lanez. Mm. And he's back in the news because he's saying, so obviously they're appealing the mm. decision and um, ahead of his sentencing, which is meant to be in February. But basically he regrets not going to understand. He regrets not going to understand. He regrets um, listening to his legal counsel's advice at the time that he shouldn't go understand. Um, yeah, and at the time, basically he was advised against going to understand. Which I think was good advice to be honest, because he was advised against going to understand because the prosecution, Megan side, said that if he or the state mm. said that if he goes understand, they are going to bring in up the August Alcina fight mm. and also the video where he where he there was a video he did, a music video, mm. where he's courting he's courting, he's cutting a horse's leg. And apparently that was him taking digs at Megan. So they oh, had a lot of things yeah. that they were gonna bring up. Had he gone on that stand? Now, personally, I just think Daystar, you should be lucky. <laughs> you never went on that damn stand. But apparently, he regrets it. He regrets it. I guess because, like, when he wasn't on the stand, they lost, didn't it? Yeah, but <laughs> so, he would have lost. But the thing is, what's mad is that if he went on the stand, I still thought he would have lost because, again, what the case was about, mm. he did that shit. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? You did not. You possessed a gun when you're not allowed to gun. When you when you were not allowed to have a gun, you were in possession of firearm. You fired said firearm. Other way, babes. They mm. start. You would have been seeing the same jail cell that you're currently seeing. But I guess it's hand, when you when you're in a situation, you're thinking, oh, maybe if I had done that. Yeah, exactly. So I would have been reporting the same thing anyway if he had gone understand. I would be reporting, oh, he regrets not going to understand. True. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so obviously he's facing up to twenty two years and eight months if um at his sentencing. Actually, sentencing is end of January. And then the appeal was next month, I think, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's happened. And obviously, he's changed um, lawyers now. He's changed attorneys. So he's got um, Suge Knight. Is it Suge Knight? Suge. I always say his name wrong. Mm. Yeah, he's What's got his that? lawyer. Yeah. yeah, Suge Knight. That's it. He's got his lawyer. But Suge's entered the chat from prison. <laughs> so he's entered the chat. So if the man is bored, what else is going to do? Yeah, it's true. Because I was thinking, why are you in it? What's it going to do with you? <laughs> so basically, because obviously, I remember when I when I um, reported as well that he's going to be going with his lawyer. Mm. Someone said, yeah, but isn't Sugar in prison? Exactly. Yeah. So basically, he actually didn't represent Sugar that, at that trial that, uh, that got him in prison. Okay. Yeah, he didn't because um, apparently he had to stop because of some... Um, he had to step out because of a personal situation. Mm. And then because of the technicalities of Suge's um, case, he was unable to go back. Like he was unable to join, get on the team after after the fact, mm. basically. 
Um, so I'm just trying to find where Suge enters the chat. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, basically Suge was just in then. He was saying how if he if it was a case where, you know, the he had a lawyer that he had, mm-hmm. he would not be in prison. <laughs> he would not be in prison having this conversation with you guys right now, basically. Where? Oh, there it is. Sorry, sorry. Here we go. He says, um, yeah, so he said, so this is what Suge said from jail. He said, um, if if they let me they let me have David Kenner, which is the Tory's lawyer now, I wouldn't be having this conversation from prison with you. He says how um basically Kenner had to step down from a hit and run case, from Suge's hit and run case, because of a personal reason for, for, for personal reasons, sorry, and he was unable to return due to the stringing rules surrounding um Suge Knight's pre-trial det- detention. Mm-hmm. And then he also told Suge Knight's talking to Rolling Stone, by the way, while he's in prison. And he said he understands what Megan goes through because when Tupac, he said he actually followed the case as well. Mm. So he said, I understand what Megan goes through um, because when Tupac and I got shot in Vegas, I got a fragment and a bullet an inch to my skull today. Mm. They didn't remove it because they said if it was another inch, I'd have been a vegetable or dead. So I know what it's like when people say, you didn't get shot, this didn't happen, she's lying. He's like, they accused me of stuff too. He said also though, he also identifies with Daystar, Daystar Peterson. He says in terms of feeling he received misguided legal advice and wanting a new trial. He said if he's guilty, that's one thing. But if he didn't have the right person representing him to get, to get a fair shake, that's another thing. But he says, um, then he gave us an insight as to how Tory's living in prison. She gives a little, was he? Anyway, he says right now, Tory is probably going through the worst days of his life mm. because that county jail is so horrible and dirty. He said the food is garbage. The cell is freezing. It's dirty and it's nasty. You could be laying, you could be sitting in your bed at night and a rat might run across your chest. Or it might even bite you. He says roaches be all over your bed. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh man. Kills me, man. People are too funny. But um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that anyway, in terms of um Tory's appeal and all that stuff. And obviously he's facing deportation back to Canada as well. But he can make music from there. Mm. You just will never be able to have another show in America. And I'm just, all the states that America has that mm. that's a big income he's losing out on. Um, actually, I don't think he'll be allowed here either. Mm, we'll see. And then my last bit of news, positive, positive, is that Tommy basically, Tommy Fury, basically dropped hints that Molly May may have given birth to a lovely, beautiful girl. Oh, nice. Yeah, so um, in his... I need to change some of these sound effects. <laughs> yeah, that one goes on for way too long. Um, thank you. Um, yeah, so basically he had a, an Insta story and he says, exciting time with my girls. And it's a picture of like Molly and she's like drinking coffee. And obviously, you know, pregnant women can't really drink coffee. Mm. So um, I guess that's what, that's the, that's as, as hinty as it gets. But yeah, so he said, um, um, what's it called? Exciting time with my girls. And in the pictures, well, she doesn't look pregnant. Mm. I mean, she doesn't look pregnant in the picture. Um yeah, so it's just beautiful, man. Because she was due end of January, to be fair. So you now babies come. Sometimes some of them are so eager yeah. to come into this world. But only, yeah. I guess it's only two weeks before, isn't it? So it's, yeah. it's still full-time, isn't it? That's still, yeah, that's still full-time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so congratulations if that is true. Um, congratulations to Molly and Tommy. If it isn't true, wishing her a safe, healthy, and beautiful birth. Yeah. But, yeah, guys, that is all from me today. Let's get into our next headlines. Don't be sorry, but uh, <laughs> I thought you wanted to say that. Yes, do you know who said that to me one time? And I thought about it just a couple of days ago. Marks. Mm. This was when we had... 
I think it was at the um, TDA launch party. Mm. And when Koi and I were running late. Yes. Mark calls me. He goes, oh, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm just going to come my way. And I was like, oh, we're late, aren't we? Oh, sorry. He's like, don't be sorry. Just do better. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> I really, that was... <laughs> And me and Muggs weren't even like me and Muggs. So exactly. He really has, he's like, you don't know me like that <laughs> to be telling me that. And it's weird because when I told you three days ago, I thought about it, I thought, and I felt what I felt in that moment. <laughs> he was like, yeah, don't be sorry, just do better. I said, yikes. Well, I'm actually, I'm going to tell him when he comes in. Mm-hmm. Don't you think he should apologize? Anyway, I've got a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, welcome to the People's Journal. Well, I give it the news from an economics point of view. So, um, the first thing I want to talk about is basically more government spending. So, apparently, the government is looking to spend £2.1 billion on 100 projects. Mm. And one of them you might be interested in is called the New Eden Project. It's about vegans, isn't it? Um, Plant-based food. No, I think it's all like... Um, what do you call it, man? You know all that... Um, Eco tourism. Oh, stuff, oh, you know. so you think the Christian is going to relate? Yeah. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so basically, it's going to be in Morecambe, in Lancashire. Okay. And that actual project, the Eden Project, um, will get fifty million pounds to help regenerate a derelict site on the seafront. Yeah, into mm. an eco tourism attraction. Um, also, they're going to be invested in um, a new direct train service, right, which links Cornwall. I've been to Cornwall before. No, I haven't, but I want to go. Yeah. It's, apparently, it's a very nice place. It is, like, I've, heard, I've heard it's so lovely. Actually, I want to do a staycation there this year. Mm. Yeah. It's quite far, though. Nice. Huh? What? The ice cream's nice. Ooh, mm, I yeah, have to, they I have to take them well. dairy tablets. Mm, yeah. yeah. Might be what flatlines me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not before. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Brent, you are in my head. <laughs> I was just going to say that, you know. <laughs> going to go after Chris Brown. I want to treat so carefully. <laughs> you have to show. I can't break a leg. I can't do nothing. <laughs> um, oh yes. So yeah, like I was saying, they're going to spend a lot of money on on these type of things, isn't it? It's all part of their um, leveling up funding. Mm, okay. I think Michael Gove is is the minister for that still. I can't remember. But yeah, um, let me just tell you a few other things they're looking to spend um, the money on. So fifty million for the Crossrail, for Crossrail. Cardiff, which is going to be a new train line between Cardiff Bay and Cardiff Central Station. Um, it's going to be nearly £27 million for a roll-on, roll-off ferry um, for Fair Isles in the Shetlands. £40 million for a carbon-neutral education campus in Blackpool, town centre. £20 million to go towards the regeneration of Gateshead's, Gateshead Quay, um, including a new arena, exhibition centre and hotels. £5.1 million um, to build a new female changing room in 20 rugby clubs across Northern Ireland. Yeah. About (laughs) over 19 million pounds to improve public spaces in Hackney Central. Okay. 19 million pounds. That's it. This is money, this cash embezzlement. embezzlement. Mm -hmm. I might need to move back to Hackney. You might have to. I mean, if it's 19 million, (laughs) it might look like Dubai. I'm dead done with that. Mm. But then again, I'll go there and just wipe people around me. It's not the same. But you can can do your pro-blackness and... Get them to understand the black plight. Mm. But you know, they were, this is how the, they did me last time. They injected and they me with COVID. COVID. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm, yeah, it's dangerous, you know. They want to assassinate me. But then again, aye, aye. I've realised they haven't tried as much. It might be because of the recent post about me liking, mm. you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe I they... think yeah, I think Brent is not helping you apply with that. <laughs> like, you can't go there. You can't if they do that. Yeah, you can't move there. Talking about pro blackness, I'm like that's like on TikTok. Wait, yeah, sh- exactly. Should I, should I put it back on TikTok? No, 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 don't do that. Are you what sure? is it off TikTok? <laughs> yeah, no, it was gone. You know. Okay, we need to talk about why is it gone. We need to well, first of all, <laughs> we need to have a team meeting because we can't keep taking out content mm. that's getting our profile up because you're in your feelings. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> wait, wait, I didn't say anything. You know. Wait, is that what you just said? No. <laughs> Wait, Brent. What happened? This is Was a... it reported? Can you imagine Dr. Uma's <laughs> minions? <laughs> the pro-black hand reported the video. Right, you know when it is you put posts like that up, right? Yeah. Mm. You welcome a lot of likes, a lot of comments. Mm. Mm. But the type of comment you get in a, is from black women, obviously. Oh, yeah. And then you will get certain white women coming on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, when you mm. get yeah, and then they're now spitting on black women in our feed. Yeah, no, that's not that's yeah, not that's yeah, not yeah. the new black. In yeah, our yeah, feed, yeah, yeah. and then like... you get some black guys now who are like Emmanuel, you know, saying yeah, man, <laughs> <Allegedly. Yeah. laughs> fuck the black girls. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. And, and then, then come the let's defund it. Yeah, guys. we can't be defunded. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know what? Yeah, yep, yep. So I was we getting, can't be I was getting people. You know how you take a clip. Of the video and then share it on your oh, TikTok. Oh yeah, like I do it. And then you get the think pieces by the. Mm. You can think pieces. Yeah, by the the you know the, not the, the Moon Girls. Um, the retrograde ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. But the really, really, really. Oh really, yeah, 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 reading yeah, yeah. the charts wow. and all sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it's come down. I'm Seriously. thinking this is not Emmanuel. Do you understand? Yeah, like and this his face is going all over the gaff. And this is nah, not Emmanuel. Nah, they had you down fast. <laughs> this is not Emmanuel. So he's he's giggling because he's like. He, he, he doesn't understand all of this politics. Yeah, he doesn't understand the he gravity of this situation. So he's just giggling, giggling, giggling. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, Brandy's looking like, you might not want to be smiling like this. This is worse than we thought. Okay, yeah, that so, has to so go. Like, yeah, that's, that's had to go, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I ain't chasing like, likes that much. To no, 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 yeah. yeah especially when it is, people are now going to think that this particular yeah. podcast is for... Associated with this. Yeah, 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 yeah branding. We're not, yeah. we're not for the mighty whites, I'm sorry. And we can't no, be talking about the new black and gas. Yeah, for real, man. But again, that. it was it was a good run. It was a good. It was I fun. Something yeah. that uh, you know happens again, like a capitalize on. Yeah, we'll add that to um, the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Got hella <laughs> content in that documentary. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is um, HMRC. Okay. So basically, um, they're going to be trialing this new um, text texting system of answering like certain in, mm. um, queries and stuff rather than getting people to call up and staying in the queues for a bear long, basically. So, from today, um, HMRC will be sending a direct website link by text to people who want to find their reference numbers or reset passwords and gain access to their account and, you know, update certain tax yeah. um, information and <clears> stuff <throat> like that, right? So, um, this is all because MPs pretty much have been criticising them for their poor call handling record over the years, right? Um Apparently, they're expecting 170,000 calls this month, right? Mm. For simple questions like, you know, um, what's my, like I said, my reference number. I want to reset my password. I want to do this and things of that nature. So they're basically saying, look, let's try this out. Hopefully, we just send these links to people and they can go online and do it themselves, which in theory sounds good, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, it didn't cost too much to do all of that. But yeah, it sounds good. Um, Some of the routine requests um, that they're saying will be answered by text 
and the website link will include uh, locating your UTR number, which is your unique tracking taxpayer reference um, number, and registering for HMRC online services and also resetting lots of forgotten online service passwords, mm. passwords or user IDs and things of that nature. Um, also, callers will be also be given the option to receive an online link or speak to someone to deal with certain inquiries, such as help if you need help filling in tax returns, getting your NI um, by letter, or if you want to request like income or employment history, things of that nature. The more complicated stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it seems like like I said on the surface, it seems like a good idea, man. So hopefully that does reduce the the cool waiting times. Have you received any tax rebates? recently no i might do one because <laughs> i would like some you i literally was thinking while you were talking about when you mm. said i was thinking nah, nah. can you call them and be like hey, i just want to check that all is right i might do some money you can yeah i will i yeah, hope i can. find someone just like you know what mm. just bless us more and, and and you know the thing is there's so many different things yeah that people don't know they can get um certain rebates on okay like yeah man um yeah just just something like um uniform so say you wear a uniform at your workplace, oh, right? Damn, I don't. <laughs> they basically will give you, it's not much, obviously, but they give you like £100 back towards your yeah. your tax, basically. Because obviously you're the one that's going to have to be dealing with the washing of your uniform yeah. and design the third. But yeah, little things like this that um, quite a few people don't know about. So it's good. Oh, that's I guess. how I would then. Because when I think about when places I worked in and I had mm. uniforms, they should have been... Yeah, exactly. Might as well that out. Mm-hmm. And also the whole COVID thing. I, I think this particular scheme is gone. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, remember? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All you need to do is work one day from home because of COVID. Yeah. And they was going to um, reimburse you some. They're going to add yeah. something to your, 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 yeah, your tax think, code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. I did yeah. that one. Good, good, good. All right. Next thing is about your king. <laughs> not my king. My king is in heaven. <laughs> Charles. Well, the, not, not the king of kings, but the king. <laughs> king Charles. Charles. Yeah, it's King Charles. <laughs> so basically... He's asked for, you know, um, before we spoke about uh, windfall tax, right? Yeah. Which is basically um, an extra tax on lucky profits. That's the easiest way to oh, put yeah. it, yeah. Cool. So he's got um, a surge in profits, yeah, because of this whole, um, his crown estate offshore wind farm deal, basically. Yeah. So he got, let me, let me get it. So basically the sovereign grant, which pays the running costs of the house royal household, mm. is currently based on 25% of Crown Estate profits. Those profits will see a big increase with payments from six new wind farms, right? So basically, he's asked for a surge in profits from a £1 billion per year Crown Estate offshore wind farm deal. So this deal, because of all the, the increase in um, yeah. all that type of stuff here, yeah, that he's going to benefit from, profits are going to be from a £1 billion per year. But again, he's not trying to keep it. He's volunteered. Okay. He said, "Yeah, I want this to be used for the wider public good." Yeah, but who's giving? He's giving the power to because if you yeah. that he's giving the power to. They already not spending the money properly. And properly, this is true. But you know, to, just to be fair to him, but that's it, really good though. Yeah, it that's is. very good. It is because other people ain't doing it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Look, look no, how I, I rate had that. To force, they had to force every oil gas company out yeah. there to. You know, They're not doing it. There you go. Now pick up Charles for that. That's yeah. actually that's a good. That's a noble thing. Yeah, man. So, you know, we are quick to criticize these people sometimes. So it's good, like you're saying, yeah. to give him some praise, you know what I mean, for doing something decent. And it's the last <laughs> thing. <laughs> Labour, um, the other day I spoke about Nadim Zahari, right? Yeah. 
um, and his whole tax affairs and stuff like this, right? So um, Labour has basically called for an inquiry into whether he broke the ministerial code or misled the public over his tax affairs during the time that he was chancellor, even though he was chancellor for like a few days, mm. I think it was. So um, this lady, lady by the name of Annalise Dodds, who's the chair of the Labour Party, she's already written to Rishi Sunak and basically said, yo, Sunak, you guys need to do a full-blown inquiry into this guy, mm. innit? Because he's not explained why he's paying millions of, of pounds in tax to HMRC. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. we understand um, that he's got to do it. Yeah. But why did he do it? Because that means there's other things that he's probably trying to evade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or rather, there could be other people who were like him, yeah. had a similar mentality, <laughs> yeah. trying to evade tax. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we need to know what this guy was really up to. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. It seems that, you know, um, Sunak and the rest of the Tories just want to get this thing sorted. Again, he's, it's not like he's trying to put up any resistance. You know? He's just trying to pay the money. But Labour, you know, they want to do some stuff. So yeah, And they have a right to, to be fair. So, yeah, good on them. You have to hold these people to account. And the very last thing I want to talk about is, um, it appears that Education Secretary um, Gillian Keegan has mm -hmm. claimed that almost every newly experienced teacher and 40% of experienced teachers will actually mm. get paid rises of up to 15.9%. Mm. Yes. Okay. That's what she's saying. So she was asked about it on BBC Breakfast about teacher pay increases in England um, and stuff like this. The thing is, I need to look into, into this a bit more um, because teachers in England were offered an average pay rise of 6%. Mm. So how she's come out and basically said that they're going to get up to 15.9%, I feel like it's one of those... Some people benefit from it on um, technicality um, type thing. But again, I don't want to misspeak. And so I want to look into a bit more and then give you guys more information on that. But if she's right, then I think it's a beautiful move, man. You know what I mean? The teachers, they work hard. So, yeah. yeah. Don't you find it interesting that they have to fight for this particular raise as opposed to it just being given by default? <sighs> Do you know the thing is, though, yeah? If you don't complain, you don't get paid. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. Because they'll just feel like you're content. You know what I'm saying? Like you're doing the job out of love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So <coughs> that's yeah. what it seems like, isn't it? But you know, what can you do? Crazy, man. Yeah, but hopefully, hopefully they, you know, they get their money and whatnot. But yeah, mm. that's pretty much it. For All the right, people's nice. journal. Are we doing headlines next? Yeah. Let's go into headlines. <laughs> okay, next headlines. <laughs> Actually, let me read Ivan. I want you yes. to ask I'm trying to think of how to. I don't know if I want to shame this person. Okay. Or if I want. To, I don't wait, know. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Wait so, no, no, no. I'm going to let you to read it. I'm going to read the next headline. Okay. So, go in the group chat quickly. Okay, cool. While I do this. This um, is about the Brexit, right? Uh, yes. That's All right. <clears throat> let me tell you guys the, the, um, the headlines. So, Brexit ministers um, clash with MPs over plan to scrap EU laws. So, ministers have clashed with opposition and conservative MPs over their plans to scrap EU era laws copied over to UK law after Brexit. The government's retained EU law bill will see thousands of laws expire automatically after December unless they are specifically kept or replaced. Some MPs have raised concerns that the deadline will rob Parliament of a meaningful say over what is changed. However, the suggestion by Labour to extend the deadline to 2026 and a cross-party attempt to give MPs a bigger say over which laws are ditched, was denied. Speaking in the Commons, Shadow Employment Rights Minister Justin Madders 
said pushing back the deadline was important to ensure vital regulation did not cease to be law by accident. He added that the December time limit had been plucked out of thin air, branding it a deadline in search of a headline. <clears throat> a sentiment also shared by Liberal Democrat business spokesperson Sarah Only. Alderney, same thing. The bill was given final approval by MPs on Wednesday, but is expected to run into significant opposition when it heads to the House of Lords for further scrutiny in the coming weeks. Our <laughs> 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 next headline. <clears throat> France strikes bid to halt Macron's rise in retirement age. So President Macron's reform programme faces a make-or-break moment as French unions stage a day of mass strikes and protests on Thursday against his plans to push back the age of retirement. A new bill due to go through Parliament will raise the official age at which people can stop work from 62 to 64. Intercity and commuter train services are expected to be badly, badly disrupted. Many schools and other public services will be shut. At Orly Airport in Paris, one in five flights has been cancelled. On the Paris metro, only the two driverless lines will work normally. Large demonstrations drawing tens of thousands are expected in Paris and other cities where police will be out in force in case of violence from ultra-left black bloc infiltrators. On, under the proposal outlined earlier this month by Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne, from 2027, people will have to work 43 years to qualify for a full pension as opposed to 42 years now. Held by the government as a vital measure to safeguard France's share-up share pension system, the reform is proving deeply unpopular among the public, with 68% saying they are opposed, according to an IFOP poll this week. All the country's unions, including so-called reformist unions that the government had hoped to win its side, have condemned the measure, so have the left wing and sorry, so have the le the left wing and far right oppositions in the National Assembly. And our last headline in this segment in this section is Zelensky. This makes me think of the Afrobeat um what's it called? Artists. But yeah, so Zelensky um speaks on fatal helicopter crash. So Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has said there are no accidents at wartime after 14 people died in a helicopter crash in the capital, Kiev. Ukraine has not claimed Russian involvement, but Mr. Zelensky told the World, told the world Economic Forum in Davos the tragedy, tragedy was a consequence of the war. Interior Minister denies Monatsky died um, alongside several co colleagues. Mr. Zelensky also used his video address to urge allies to quickly send more weapons before new Russian offense, offensives. Offense, yeah. um, the time the free world uses to think is used by the terrorist state to kill, he explained. The remark was interpreted as a request for Germany to hurry along a delivery of its much-coveted leopard tanks. Berlin has reportedly been unwilling to send the vehicles unless the US commits to providing its own Abrams, Abrams battle tanks. Um, the UK recently pledged to send a number of its own tanks to Kiev. The head of the NATO military alliance said at Davos on Wednesday that Ukraine could expect to receive more support, more advanced support, heavier weapons, and more modern weapons. Hmm. What segment are we going to next? What's what? what segment is next? Um, might as well go to work a joke. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into work a joke. <laughs> 
need to figure out a way to hurt her feelings. Wow. <laughs> that's why that's that's why I'm just I need I need to figure out how I want to do I want to put you on blast here? Do I want to read mm. this out? Do I want to screenshot on my story? Do I like what approach mm-hmm. can I do to sting your little heart? <laughs> what approach am I taking? I'm gonna take a beat. <laughs> I'm gonna take a beat and think about it and I'm gonna react. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, guys. So, welcome <laughs> <laughs> joke. So this one, yeah, might be a very short one. Okay. But I definitely want to hear um, what you guys think about this. Yeah. So, this is actually a concern by um, certain experts, right? Yeah. And basically, what they're saying is, um, I guess they're looking at it from an economics perspective yeah. in terms of, oh, there's going to be even more inequality in this world, right? Because if this thing occurs which i'm about to say mm-hmm. then obviously it gives them more time to add to their portfolios and whatnot right so basically this is a concern and tell me if you think this is legitimate or just white people wasting everyone's time again okay so basically they're concerned that billionaires will soon be able to use their vast wealth yeah to drastically increase their lifespans say that again so they're concerned yeah that these billionaires the, yeah. the rich of the like the, the top one one percent yeah they're going to soon be able to use their wealth, mm-hmm. right, to increase their lifespans, allowing them additional time to add to their billions. And obviously, the, the longer they're, they're alive... Yeah, the more money they can make. And the less other people will make. Yeah. At so least from that perspective. This? this is what actual experts are saying. Come that ex- <laughs> they can't be experts like that. They're not, if they think that people can expand their own lives. Themselves. Ah, well, this is why it's a walk joke. <laughs> because apparently you can. How? Apparently, yeah. I need to look into this a bit more, yeah. I'm not sure if you heard of this, Brent, or Marks. One sec. I've got a quick suggestion for you. You can take my segment if you want. Yeah. Do you think so? <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm. Thank you, babe. That is, that is lit. I'm just saying. That is lit. Mm. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Because this is wild to me. I appreciate that. Mm. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. It'll make sense, people. Can you come in? Come in late? <laughs> you came in ready. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> but yes. Brent, you got iPad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a bad morning. <laughs> well, we're happy you're here, Marks. We're you. happy you're here. So are the people. Good all right. morning, you know. hmm? In the morning, Brent. No, this is... This was a whole... Oh, yeah, it was. For me? What are you talking about? Oh, Yes. What are you talking about? Because you weren't here yesterday. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no? You told us, we, you said we're not here. <laughs> we look at his face. <laughs> no, he, he, he didn't retweet the, the live. Oh, but you did. Oh, gosh. But you were online yesterday, were you? Was I online yesterday? Yeah. No? Hmm. Yeah. They wouldn't have known. Anyway, let me, let me continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My best friend, my best friend, the man that cannot ever disappoint me, mm. yeah. the guy I love so much, mm. next to all my brothers. Are you telling me you didn't know that we did a live yesterday? You knew it could have been after the fact, but you knew. Yeah, I knew after the fact. All right. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I knew after the fact. Uh, when, I clicked, when I clicked on it, it wasn't live. But you clicked on what? Like I went on my YouTube and I saw, I was like, oh, and I clicked on it, but it wasn't live, it was already like... What time was that? 10 something. In fact, I didn't want to do this on there because 
I don't feel yeah, this is a lot. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable doing this on here at all. I, I love you too much, man. All right, so I don't know what I normally press to get up the. Do you know? How do you normally access it? What the deck? Yeah. Um. What's passport, bros? Actually, yeah, I think. Mm. Hmm. So no, let me YouTube this. No, if you don't, you, I'll, I'll, I'll. it's a thing that <laughs> this. That's <laughs> what I voted for. <laughs> Oh man! All right, sorry, Manuel. Yeah, it's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like the people must just be there, like trying to figure out what's going on. What's this? Like you guys will know. <laughs> one thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna shame people. Mm. One thing about me, if you have no shame, I will let you know why it's important for you to have shame. So I'm always gonna be there Big to fr- let you know. So I'm, I will give you guys a tea. I can't be doing word on road, and word on road that concerns me, I'm not gonna put it on road. Mm. I'm telling you, it's true. It will make sense. Don't worry. Patience. Yes. Like the video. Do you know what? Yes, there we are. Mm-hmm. If you guys like the video, I would I would spill to you the most stupid DM I just got in my life. Yeah. I'll read it out word for word, bar for bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you're going to read it out, yeah. do you want me to put it up on the screen? Oh, yes. You guys can read with me as I, as I go um, along. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. You've got the screenshot. This is what we do at TDA, you know? This is what we do. At, we give you the content. And mm-hmm. I hope it is that we are not forcing you to do this by Brent, the way. I told you that the whole time I was sitting here, <laughs> I was thinking, how do I respond to this? Because of all the people that have temerity to talk to me, mm. you don't. Mm. You don't. Mm. I'm aware, yeah. but right now. <laughs> right no, now. no, no. This is how I'd react any other day. Trust me. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I was gonna really going to jump in my, in my group chat and um, get my girls as well. But all right. It's fine. <laughs> I don't need to do all of that. <laughs> I don't need to do all of that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, like I was saying, walk a joke here. You've got some experts out there mm-hmm. who are actually legitimately concerned. Yeah. Right. That the richest of the rich, right, um, may find ways to expand their their lifespans, mm. which will further exas- exacerbate um, inequality. Mm. Do you feel like this is a legitimate thing? Firstly, or do you think this is just why people are wasting our time again? No, people are trying to do it. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Why do you say that? Because huh? I've read. I read it. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, and also, um, like you know, like re- clinical research trials, them medicine people when they're doing stuff, they've been trying to try to like, um, like re- reverse the aging process or mm-hmm. see if they can stretch out the cells and these kind of things. They've been, yeah. I don't know how much success or whatever they've had with it or whatever, mm. but it's definitely a real thing now. They're yeah. trying to do it because mm-hmm. why wouldn't you try and do it? True, true. Isn't that why I'm um, MG was drinking pee? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> He was drinking his own urine. Who? Michael Jackson. <laughs> when? Uh, for the majority of his life. Majority, uh, but do you know that he for was a mixing fact? it with milk? <laughs> do you know that for a fact? Yes, but I don't know it for a fact because I wasn't there, right? But it was reported. It's misinformation. Definitely. All right, let me find the article. Yes. I hope it's not on Reddit or something. But yes, do you remember um uh, what's what's that guy's name? I think he was a Rothschild. Oh, no. What's the other family? That rich family in yeah. um, in America? Rockefeller? Rockefeller. Was he... Was that a Rothschild or Rockefeller? I can't remember. Mm. But yeah, um, this guy, yeah, he just kept getting heart replacements. Yeah. Over and over again. This guy, like, if you see him, for the last... I think the last 10, 15 years of his life, the guy looked dead. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But he was just walking around this place aimlessly. But anyway. What, just getting heart replacements? <laughs> yeah, just getting... Yeah. Well, so anytime he's feeling tired, he would just... <laughs> <laughs> just get a new heart. Is that what does it work like? That? 
boy, he was doing some. Yeah, eventually he died, didn't it? Like, the rest, of his, the rest of his body, I guess, just shut down, didn't it? But it was working for some time. It was working for some time. But apparently, yeah, there's a gene in all of us, yeah, that kind of, um, that scientists know, kind of, um, how do I put it? Informs you of when you're going to die. Yeah. Basically. So obviously provided all the like, unnatural estimate. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the rich are trying to stay, uh, are trying to try, um, stay alive. Mm-hmm. And they're also talking about, um, like I said, they've located that particular gene or part of that gene or whatever in your DNA and whatever. And um, they can extend it or do something, yeah, to, to basically, yeah, to just prolong your life and stuff. So if they were to do that, yeah, would you guys do it? Nah, man. Mm. What if it glitches? I don't mm. know, I feel like things that are man-made, yeah, they have a chance of not working properly. What if it's me and it decides not to work? It works on properly everyone, for everyone and then it's just me that it starts to... Boy. I can't put my faith in the hands of man. I can't find any articles. <laughs> 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 Nothing should be done. <laughs> Let me retract that. I don't Why? think Michael Jackson track his own pee. Messed for half his life. <laughs> <laughs> so done. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How about MG? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. You've done would a you, lot um, about uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> would you, you see like in the, um, mm-hmm. in the movies, or like the, the fantasy thing, would you let someone make you a vampire? <laughs> so I can live forever? Yeah, because it's technically the same kind of thing. Nah, man. Nah, man. It's too, it's too associated with Cause evil. Because when is it that you turn to a human again and then that's when you're like old and all wrinkly and stuff? When you turn, what, if you're a vampire? Yeah. You can't go back human. I don't think I don't think there's no backwards. But I've I've watched shows where like something happens, there's something that happens. Mm. Some overzealous kid somewhere does something and then now you lose your powers whatever and now you turn up like this five thousand old yeah. man or woman. I can't remember what I'm thinking of. I'd be Highlander though. What's Highlander now? He he can only die if he chop his head off. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with uh like a man or a woman biting my neck. Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but if you're if you're a Christian in this day and age Mm. They're getting beheaded all over the world, so maybe might happen quicker than you think it might. Mm. So, you, so you guys wouldn't want to prolong your life by artificial means. No, no. I'd try it. Mm. Yeah, why not? Okay. Would you try it at the age of forty, or would you try it only when you hit like? Yeah, Damn bad. Well, bearing, is... bearing in mind that if you're eighty, you you stay like an eight year old. Yeah, you got to try it <laughs> earlier. All right, so like S was saying, what if it goes mm. wrong? Would you like? Are you prepared to risk that? What? So what if it like, if it goes wrong and then that gives you shorter instead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you just die instantly in surgery. I mean, if there's people who tried it before me and they and like the, the death rates are higher, then I don't think mm. I don't think it's for me. Mm. But what if you're the guinea pig? What about if you're going out there early and you don't know what the success rates are? This is it, man. Yeah, if there was if there, if there was like if there was like a lot of danger behind it, then then no, nah, probably not. Because mm. okay. I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's worth the risk. Mm. If it was just oh, it might not work, or it could poison you. What do they do? Like just like shoot rays into your genes. I'm not too sure, you know. I'm not too sure. That's what it would be like. Some yeah, basically something like that, I guess. Because they can't be injecting you with not or anything. Yeah. Can they? Unless whatever they inject you can directly go to the 
um, to your DNA, the genes in your cells, and I, I don't know. I don't know. You know. It's slightly what? It's not worth the risk. Why would I you mean, want to live forever? Huh? Why would you want to live forever? I don't know. Why would you want to die? Is it forever or just for a long time though? Because forever is. Sorry. I wouldn't want to live forever though. How? How? Why wouldn't you want to live forever, Manuel? Um. I think it, it takes away some meaning, like some of life's meaning, I think. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like having a time restraint on certain things, understanding that allows you to get certain things done and also to appreciate what can happen in a particular life, in a particular life, you know what I'm saying? Living forever, like, you can just take your time and do whatever. You want to appreciate certain things. You can just get it again. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So if you had to choose how long you'd live, like how how many years would you pick? Because back in the Old Testament, <laughs> mm. it was close to a thousand years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Some of them. Sure. But they might have been bored, you know. Like is it, is it <laughs> I don't know if they had all the activities we got today. Mm. So you definitely know they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm. Do you feel like they actually lived to that age, though? Of course they didn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live that. It's just, I guess, it must be so boring. Mm. Oh, so you think it's a lie? Some just, I don't know what the reason is for them to say these things. But I've seen... I was talking to Emmanuel. To <laughs> it doesn't honest. matter. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen some of these old people at mm. 80 and that walking down the street and it looks like an ordeal. <laughs> yeah. So let's just say 250. I don't know. What, why would you even function? That's not possible. You know, I'm interested in though. You know, like in the Bible, yeah, the early people, they lived for like 700 plus years. And mm -hmm. I'm so interested to know what it was they looked like. Because mm. I don't think it would be like in my mind how a 700 old would look. And when I think, of, and I'm like, do they live 24 hours a day? Mm. Did each day actually consist of 24 hours? Because when I think about like Abraham, when did he have a baby? Like 100 or something like that? Yeah. What? Do you get what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. what did you... So was their 100 equivalent to like R25? I, I think... I think Everything was the same, you know. Because living 900 years is wild. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do you feel like they actually lived 900 years? Because maybe it might, it might have been, um, uh, I don't know, people, for example, <laughs> I don't know, a group of people in, in their lineage, for example. Yeah. Let's just say four or five generations, their collective age. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. No, because it, it gave like um, individual names. Yeah, true. But it could be like a surname. No. Yeah, it could be. No, because it would say like this person, it would tell you a story about this person, but like he lived on to, do you know what I mean? So it was like he, not they yeah. or anything like that. True. But it's just like Adam though. In in the Bible, like Adam, Adam just means like man, isn't it? So it's not necessarily that you're talking about an individual. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I think that they physically mm. aged slower. Yeah. Okay. Especially the ones that <clears throat> were living hundreds of years. And I, I do believe that people lived longer um, back then. Mm. I think as um, evolution happened. 
I said, Mark is going to be one tall old man. They've never seen a tall elderly person. It's <laughs> <laughs> that uh, kind of bend, isn't it? <laughs> no, you wouldn't, you know. I told you guys about the, the man in my church. He's like 80 something. Big mm. up, Malcolm. Mm. 80 something, where he looks like his skin is so good and he's so tall. Like, I'm like, and he's proper like. Mm. I mean, you ha- might have to have some knee operations and stuff around the time, but he's proper sturdy. Like, he's like firmly planted. Is he taller than Max? About the same height, you know. Mm. He's definitely six plus. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Sick. Mm. Well, I think we should get into the topic of the day. You know? Yeah. All right. Let's get into the topic of the day. What? Right. A... This has been everyone. All right, guys. Um, topic of the day. Yeah. I'm not too sure if you heard of this story. Oh, sorry. No, the guys. That was work a joke, guys. I was like a joke. Yeah. Confused. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm just sure if you heard this story, Marks, yeah. But um, uh, I'm, I'm going to read out um, parts of it anyway to give some much-needed context. So basically, yeah, the FA has revealed a string of offensive racial remarks by a guy called John Yems, right? But they still concluded that this guy, who is the former Crawley manager, is not a conscious racist. So he's unconsciously racist or subconsciously racist. Either way, he's not a full-blown racist. It's not as bad, right? And basically, they they conducted um, this uh, particular case or whatever. He admitted to one charge and was found guilty of 11 others, right? Which was relating to comments that referenced either ethnic origin, colour, race, nationality, religion, belief, or gender. All of these things, you know, this man's... He's just habitually touching on, right? But they're saying he's not racist. Yeah. He, He only admitted to one of these things. But I'm going to read off what he's basically done here. So they did this whole thing, went before a panel, and the FA panel um, basically concluded, yeah, that this is what he was doing. He described Muslim members of his squad as terrorists. Yikes. Mm. This guy is, is um, not consciously racist. He's deliberately mispronounced the second half of Arnold Schwarzenegger's name to emphasize the nigger, right? Wait, <laughs> um, that might Who? Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah, but he just wanted to say it amongst, his, amongst any, his people. Any yeah. excuse. Yeah, exactly. How do you mess it up? It says Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but he was doing like Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> you might have done oh, no, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> One of those ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Can you imagine? Also, he used a racial stereotype to a black player of African origin by asking he if he liked jerk chicken. Oh, yikes. He told Muslim players that your people blow up stuff with vests. He said that an Iraqi youth international at the club would probably blow up the stadium. Anyway, he repeatedly it's made <laughs> he repeatedly made comments about another player carrying a bomb in his bag. You only got eighteen months <laughs> for these offenses. You're not even done reading. Yeah, <laughs> he called one player a curry muncher. Okay, <laughs> and asked if the player was unhappy that they did not serve curry pizza. <laughs> what, what, what teams he manage? Crawley. What league they in league two? Um, I'm not too sure, you know. So he's living in the big I'm not too sure. No, 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 no. They are in, the like in the football league, don't they? Yeah, oh, no. I you know what? Let me Sorry, let me do I'm a quick Google. And the last thing he said, um, he made a remark to one player about how dark his skin is on his return to Crawley after representing Grenada. So, I Wait, guess so. The guy went to represent his team that he's a coach of. Mm-hmm. In a hot country, and he came back and cussed him. We're tanning. Yeah, they are in League Two. Basically, hmm. League Two. 
what's league two? Is that like it's not league one? Is it's in the it? football league. No. That's professional. Professional enough. thingy. Okay. Yeah, yes. man. Yeah. So, sixty-three-year-old was charged by the FA after he made the sixteen alleged comments. Um, like I said, between two thousand nineteen and two thousand twenty-two. Um, like I said, uh, the FA said in its finding yeah, that we regard this uh, this as an extremely serious case. <clears throat> we have accepted that Mr. Yems is not a conscious racist. If he were, an extremely lengthy, even permanent suspension would be appropriate. Nevertheless, Mr. Yems's banter undoubtedly came across to the victims and others as offensive, racist, and Islamophobic. Mr. Yems simply paid no regard to the distress which his misplaced jocularity was causing. So, they say this banter. Yeah, <laughs> yes. and it's they unconscious. Say, those his jokes. These were his jokes. Ah, oh, do you know who started this? Mm. Harry. His interview, <laughs> his interview with ITV mm. was banging on about unconscious racism. And now he's giving them a chance to use it. I knew they were going to use this for their own good. You see? Because how more conscious does he need to get? How do you... So will, will it then be ra- conscious racism when he physically actually assaults somebody? Do you get what I mean? Mm. He's saying all these hateful things, these... St- Crazy stereotypes, and that's unconscious racism. That's that's very conscious. <sighs> Again, you see, when it seems like we're making strides, yeah, yeah. he's know. not getting charged. He's just getting banned from that particular yeah. for eighteen league. months. Yeah. He's not even fired from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come back and have the same, just say the same things. Probably gonna spend these eighteen months learning more words and <laughs> learning more things to say. Mm-hmm. He's got more. Is he even unpaid leave? I bet he's on. He's not unpaid. Uh, I'm not too sure about that. You know. Um, How come we got a thing anyway? Who was a whistleblower? <laughs> mm. Could have been any of those. Yeah, those. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was upset about the curry, the curry pizza. The one that yeah, came man. from Grenada. I would have been the one. If that, if I came from Grenada after I just helped the team, I'm definitely going to be whistleblowing. How Crazy. cheeky is that? How can you call your the Muslim people in your team terrorists? Though? How can you say he's got a bomb in his bag? This guy is, this guy is amazing. And that's unconscious racism. He's definitely conscious of it. After, after that, there's so many different um, examples of it. Mm-hmm. Like, and even if it is banter and he thought it was funny, it's still like racist like, banter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you still know what you're doing. Yeah. If that makes sense, even if you're trying to laugh it off, you you still know the con the content of your jokes. Hundred percent. You know what I'm trying to say. So how can he be? Un- has it unconscious? Is the decision that he's decided? Like that's his. That's his. That's his style. Isn't it? That's what he. That's what he decides to go with. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. How, how how do you feel about the FA? Like how they dealt with this though. Like, do you see them in a different light? Or do you feel like, you know, this is something I can expect from the FA, though? Based on maybe other things that they've dealt with, with other clubs and other racist things. I don't even know how the FA works, but... Mm. The, the, as far as, like, with anything to do with racism, I don't, I don't think the FA are serious about anything. Just going to do all them dumb campaigns and make people wear T-shirts and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And put... Badges on or whatever it may be, but they don't really, mm. don't really care. All right, and also, yeah, in terms of like the whole unconscious racist thing, yeah, do you feel like him aside, there is a point that could be made that there are some people who are just unconsciously, unconsciously racist. How does that present itself? What does it look like? Maybe um, they ask. Is it a bomb qu- in your bag? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, obviously that's a bit of an extreme. But like, for example, um, the guy that went to Grenada, yeah, mm. talking about how dark he is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, like when it's when it's um dark, when it's proper summer over here, mm-hmm. and then so um tends to be in offices. I don't know, obviously in workplaces to be fair. Mm-hmm. And your colleagues are like, oh, it's so hot. I'm, I'm gonna be as dark as you soon. 
See, yeah, that's that's a, that's a bit mad. <laughs> but in their mind, but they're not saying mm. with hate. They just mm. mean like it's really hot. Like I'm turning up. I'm gonna be as dark as you soon. Like oh, it's so hot. I'm gonna be as dark as you soon. Wait, but are you? Did you guys get like vexed with that? Uh. Wait, what happened? Who said that to you? Like a white woman. That's not racist, though, is it? That's what I'm I feel like that would be unconscious racism. What type of wait, 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 wait. what type of relationship do you have with her? Colleagues, just like colleagues, and you know, mm. just work. Do you have any white friends? Yeah. Do you do you kind of skirt the line with your humor of course when not. it comes to racial issues? No, no, no. Uh, how about you? Well, in what sense? Could your white friend get away with saying that? I say get away in, in air quotes. Oh no, no. Oh, is that what you yeah. mean? Like, do y'all you do do point out certain things about your culture or your ethnicity yeah. and kind of lean into it as friends? I'm just, I'm just how I am with all my friends. So they know, like, they know that I'm very... That my friends know I'm very Nigerian. Mm. They know I'm very... I'm proudly African. You know, I get what Fred Brent Are they allowed we to can... make Nigerian jokes? No. you're white. So basically you, you, you say you don't jokes? make white jokes. This is what you're saying. No, my friends know. My white friends know. Okay, how about you? Yeah, of course. So they... I'm still trying to find some white friends. So do you mean like, do they have permission to make black jokes with me because I make white jokes with them? Yeah. No. And when I say black jokes... Um, like Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle type jokes. For, for example, <laughs> right? <laughs> for example, the friendship, if they right? have a house party, right? Yeah. And I turn up late. Yeah. And then... Um, somebody else makes a comment whilst they're in the, the, my presence. Okay, yeah. Oh, look at you strolling in at this time. Yeah. And they would kind of look over and they just kind of bend their head. Are they not to do that? Yeah, because yeah, I used to be the late one. But I don't think, I don't know if that was associated with being black. Oh, it definitely was. Probably. It's black yeah, people it was. time, yeah. It was cool. <laughs> seriously, one time I remember actually, we got my friend Jaden. One time we were meant to go to a concert, yeah. I think it was Nicki Minaj's um, concert with Trey Songs, right? She lied to me about the time. <laughs> she said to me, they were leaving the house. At a certain time, because she was like, Lefty, we're gonna be, we're gonna be so thick. So then I ended up getting there at the time that she really wanted me to get there. And she's like, You see? And mm-hmm. I got there, I was like, oh, let's go. She's like, No, we've got we've got time to we've got time to kill. Because mm. I was always late. So I guess yeah, but they never really they never linked it to my blackness. You just mm. knew that, you know. I always find it funny how I'd be late. how other people kinda have their dynamics with their friends Caucasian from different friends. races. Yeah. Like if it is you had a like an Indian friend and whatnot. Like, what can you kind of get away with? Actually. Because I... <laughs> a lot flies around me, as in from my mouth. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I'm lying. And I, so, when they try to do, do it back, like a play on the fact that I'm fake, like upset. Actually, do you know, I think light jokes, yeah, because my friends are like, they're not pure, pure white, white. So they've, in their cultures, well, like say Turkish or Cypriot or whatever, they've got their own like little stereotypes in their culture. And then we all, we laugh about that. And then we laugh about, you know, my black jokes as well. But it's nothing offensive. Wait, so yeah, they don't think they're white. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm saying, so, true. yeah, but if they're not black, if you're not black in my book, you're white. <laughs> but like, do you get what I mean? So, no. so I'm saying making sense. So they laugh, you, you all laugh about their cultural differences within their own Race. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm talking about them firing like stigmas and stereotypes to you. No, they don't. All right, cool. But I don't fight, but I don't do that to them either, though. Ah, uh, if, yeah. if you fight on yourself, I'm definitely what laughing. It's funny, about, lol. Man? Huh? What do you talk about? Don't worry, my like, friendship are flourishing. Is it spicy though? Of course, it is. Mm. It's a years long friendship. Mm. Oh, yeah, years. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. I've known him since like 
back in the day. Cool. My you don't have any friends other than black friends, right, Emmanuel? Um, yeah, I think so. I'm trying, I'm trying to, like I said, diversify the portfolio and stuff. No, you're not. But, <laughs> you're yeah. not trying. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that. But where you work, there are a lot of, like, Mix. different peeps, no? Um, yeah. Do you talk to them? Yeah, of course. I'm not that bad, you know? I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've got white friends, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> and Asians and... Your white friends are watching this thinking, damn, we don't, we don't think that we're... He doesn't think we're that relevant. <laughs> Do you think it's more damaging us um, leaning into the whole um, African and Caribbean back and forth differences as opposed to having white friends and then leaning into the racial stuff? Mm? Say that again? For example... Mm. You'll have no white friends or mm. Asian friends or whatever, right? <clears throat> Deep ones. I know you're trying to basically tell people that you're trying to um, diversify your portfolio, but you're not. <laughs> but you have Jamaican friends mm-hmm. and Trinidadian friends, mm-hmm. and you would banter with them about mm-hmm. the stereotypes uh, yeah. attached to that, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's more damaging than the outside of the camp insults? No. Because I think, I think amongst ourselves, there's an understanding this it's family. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all the same to some degree, but there's differences there that we can laugh at. Like there's an understanding, there's no malice there. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I like for example, black. Like let's just say white white people joking about black people jokes, right? Or joking about black people. Um, there's a history of just like real hate. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like um, a Jew um, bantering with with a, um, a German person. You know what I'm saying? Or a German bantering with a... With a um... no, but but there's mind. been, in, in their own culture, there's been there's been times when, like what you're saying, like the clash and going against each other could feel like malice. And it's just that it mm, does, it's, not seen, it's not seen that way because it's not from a white person, if that makes sense. Mm. But it's, it's, it can be seen as malice sometimes when people are going to get like Caribbean and Africans and that. Yeah, when or there's like proper anger, back yeah. Back in the day, the way people used to talk about like Somalians and that, they're African. Yeah, true. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, they're black people. Like and that was from within your own culture, from your own mm. people, and that was that did seem kind of malicious. What are you saying? Um, even the banter as well, though. Kind of, yeah, mm. to a certain extent, like yeah. Because I, I think, from my perspective, I'm seeing it as oh, if it's banter, there's an understanding that it's banter. We're kind of laughing about it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes but, it's not though. That's the thing. Mm, I, guess so. I think yeah. Personally, I think the one we do to each other is worse than um what the whites do to us. Because I feel like we are collectively hated by the mm. whites anyway. Mm-hmm. That is so sad. I think it's very sad to see. It's, it's piss poor that we hate on ourselves as well. Because the thing is, not it's not banter. I mean, obviously, when we're in this room, for example, and I'm like, oh, Brent, your people, or, or Mark's, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. we're joking. There's love there. But with the wider society, people generally have these um, mindsets. A lot of Africans are like, no, you know, don't bring a Jamaican home or don't do this, whatever. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, these things actually run true to people. Mm-hmm. Like, they genuinely mean it from the depth of their spirit. And I, for me, I think... I think that is worse because as black people, I think obviously we, there's moments where we all band together where we know to come together for, mm-hmm. you know, against the situation. Yeah. But I don't think that's enough. I don't think that we should have div- division, division. And then when a massive tragedy happens, that's when we then come together. I think we should be together anyway because together we can be so much more stronger. It's just the way we try and police it. And it just, and, and, and it leads to confusion. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like, because then it's like, it's like the rules are so like, I can't explain it like, man. It's just, it's just stupid, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, because if I make an observation, like, are you Africans? Or even if I go deep, like, are you Ni- Nigerians? You Nigerians, or you Ghanaians, or whatever. You always say, oh, you Jamaicans, boom, 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 and point out observation. It's just pointing out observation from our culture. You can do it, you can put it under the banner mm. or whatever, whatever. 
But then if a white person does it, mm-hmm. it's the mo- it's the horriblest thing in the world. They didn't just point at the same observation that, that you were pointing at. Speak to that, Emmanuel. Do, do they is... have the license to do the same thing that we are doing within our camp? Well, what if you do it, but what about if you do it back to them though, as well? Then that's what no, I'm trying to say. I, I hear that because we feel as though we can do it because of the what, what do people say it, that black people can't be racist? Yeah, mm. I don't agree with all that nonsense. I know I get the term of what yeah. racism means, right? But still, the sentiment of it: our black people can be racist. I see bare racist black people. Mm. Mm. And even Nigerians and Ghanaians, yeah. when you're quote unquote banter all the time, I mean. You'll laugh, but then it's rooted in something insidious, no? I think so, you know. I feel like it's rooted in some truth. I don't think I but I don't think a joke is just sometimes jokes pull on truth on mm. what the reality is. And mm. I think that for the most for some parts, it might just be light, but even that no, because even when you think about like the whole Ghana must go thing, I've actually heard Ghanaians say that that they don't like that. Mm. But that's such a that's been such a common thing that literally even y'all saying it. Yeah, because the Nigerians taught us how to basically relax yourself. It. You never know nothing about <laughs> from a Nigerian. You've never learned anything from a Nigerian that you try it. He's <laughs> <laughs> gone where in. I first heard it from. He's gone in. But <laughs> <laughs> no, the word I'm looking for wasn't prejudice. I meant racism. Don't use this. One of the terms you can't be racist, you could be prejudiced, and it gives you the thing, it gives you the right to act like a fucking idiot. Like, if you want to act like an idiot towards human beings, you're an idiot towards human beings, like, and that's it. I do, yeah, that's because I used to be like, Oh, no, black people can be racist, and people were like, No, they can't be racist. And I'm like, Because they always talk about like, you know, the powers that be, yeah. we don't have enough. It's like, Oh, you're so fucking yeah, proud. Oh, I'm not racist, I'm not racist, I'm prejudiced. Shut up, man. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, just shut up, man. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it does come from something, and um. And the thing, a joke is funny to the person that's laughing. The yeah. other person that's victim of the of, of said thing yeah. is what it is. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I, I definitely hear what you guys are saying, but I feel like it's kind of like one of those um, like you can banter and say certain things that may be um, deemed offensive, yeah, to your like siblings and stuff. Yeah. But like, there's still a underlying we know we love each other type thing. Yeah, and that's how I kind of see the whole black thing. Even though we joke about um, certain Caribbean um, stereotypes, mm. they joke about certain African stereotypes. We don't think it's real hate unless that particular individual, you know, there's some hatred coming there. Ah, but as so a the whole, intent is, yeah, is very yeah, important. But you know what it is? I think, I think that's because you don't speak operate from a place of hate. Mm. There's people like that, you know, like when you like, there's people who are married, there's Caribbeans who are married into like Niger- African families or Africans mm. who are married into Caribbean families. And all these jokes, it really does like... <laughs> Mm, that's true. Full force, like you don't get along with your in-laws, yeah. On account of they have these stereotypes of Africans and they have the stereotypes of, of Caribbeans. Mm. I think it's a real thing. I don't think it's a. I think it's, you know when people say something to you and they're like, "Lol, mm. what's funny? Mm. What's funny about this?" <laughs> mm. Do you know what I mean? I, th- I think it's like a. Oh, it's just a joke to kind of lighten it. Yeah. But the reality is that it's it comes from somewhere. There's stereotypes. Mm. Of, I don't know. The stereotypes about say like Jamaican men and that mm. fly everywhere from, and that's not just. That's from you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what I was going to say. <laughs> they fly. People be buying into them. Like, Are they stereotypes? What do you say? They real? I'm just asking a question. Huh? <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just asking. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Silence is definitely... It's interesting one. Mm. I, I think, like, Amongst black people, when there's like um, the intention to be bad, right, to, mm-hmm. to, to really hurt the person, then of course I think that could be definitely 
as damaging. Mm. But I think on a surface level, generally, I think it's just black people enjoying each other's company, bantering and certain things, right? But with white people, you can't necessarily tell where it's coming from. Okay, you know but to go back here, I think what that what you said initially of what you said while I was thinking about you, yeah, while I'm still trying, while I'm still stuck on, I'm trying to think about how I even feel about it. Yeah, mm. it's like obviously like it's over exaggeration, yeah. But your skin color is the reference point in it, yeah? yeah. And they're tanning in it; they're gonna get a good tan. They're saying if I boy, it's high. If I carry it, I'm gonna be as dark as you. Is that what is that is that is that crazy, or is that ain't that just like just saying I'm gonna be tanned? I think it it really depends on the intent behind it. I really, yeah. Yeah. also it depends on the relationship that, that you, you have, have with the yeah. person because okay, yeah. we read about that story about that guy on the plane talking to that wavy oh, blue. Um, okay yeah, yeah 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 and he was there saying oh you look lovely wanna have some chocolate babies, Ch- chocolate babies. if mm. that was her, um, her brethren that could probably fly yeah. because she probably knows nah you're you're doing this all the time anyway and mm. I know it's not coming from a malicious place we're good like that but you can't be doing that to a stranger because you'll get your Mm-hmm. Like, your, yeah, yeah. And not the booty, face. Because <clears throat> if my white friend says that to me, what was it again? Um, yeah, I'm, that's cool. That's cool because the amount of comments I make about him being ginger and pale and all sorts, and he he takes it as he takes it on the chin because he knows my intent isn't malicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then one hundred percent, that's fine. Because remember this whole racism thing. It's all. Um, manufactured over the years. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. This didn't exist before uh, white people decided they were going to start doing this bollocks, right? So once it is, I've now uh, fostered a friendship with this particular person. You are now my D, mm. right? I will ride for you. You ride for me. Doesn't matter whatever happens. And if it is somebody's coming against you and your ginger hair and your, your freckles and whatnot, I'm backing you because you're not my brethren. Do you understand? Mm. Yeah. You can... You can make jokes. I can make jokes. We have that contract. We have that binding um, agreement. I'm good with that. Outside of that, don't do this when it is that we're in mixed company. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. If it is that you do that when mixed company, you've lost the plot. Mm-hmm. You, I haven't spoken to you properly yet. Yeah, yeah, you understand? Yeah, yeah. We're doing this when it is we're in a group that everybody knows. All right, that's that's our band of merry men. Yeah. And pointing out observations and and flaws and whatnot. That's what like men kind of do when they're a friendship circle. Do you mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. If we weren't doing that, for me, we're not really brethren. Yeah. Do you understand? We're not we're not holding ourselves accountable as we should. We're not we're not really dope. We're not really day ones. That's, that's, just, that's it for me. I'm yeah. like speaking for every single black person, that's just for me. And that's it for any <clears throat> white or Asian or any other demographic that is in our mix. Yeah. Certain things can run, but other things wouldn't be able to run. Um, but we would have made that particular arrangement. Mm. That's just for me. I hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that he'll be saying nigger because that's oh, <laughs> wow. That's something only obviously extended to you and your boys, uh, Mugs. But what boys? Yeah. What? what? Huh? No Chinese friends. I got no Chinese friends. No, he said it was white people that he allowed him to call nigger. You do white friends. Yeah. Yeah, I was probably in um, the Tarzan video where Dappy said nigger. I was probably next to him, and everyone went crazy. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I was probably there. I don't remember that. Yeah, I didn't like that. Man. Dappy, we didn't, give a, we didn't give a shit. I thought it was mixed. He's like a Cypriot or something. Yeah, oh, like, yes, that's He's true. one of them. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no one cared at the time until everybody else did. You were bumping to the song when he was saying... Not a single... Not, one of us niggas gave a fuck about mm. that until everybody else did. How about that? Not, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, that's not okay. a single nigger in the building gave <laughs> a shit about that. Nobody said... The word. Nobody even realised. Nobody even noticed. No one even... It wasn't a thing. No one even noticed it. It wasn't even that until mm. everybody made a big deal out of it. And it was like, oh, okay. 
Mm. He was with his niggas. Yeah, the type of things that like we do in our friendship circles, if a spotlight is placed on it, mm. <laughs> we'll be cancelled. But you know, it's, that's why I always say that like your friends need to understand that if you have certain jokes or whatever, it's here, mm. like in this room, because I know you. Don't go, and this is not why people love this one. Don't go and be doing the same foolishness outside and then come and sit and then start referencing that you're friends with another yeah. black girl that's Nigerian. Mm -hmm. Hello? No. You should know like when to run certain jokes, when not to, when to say certain things. People don't know you. They don't know that you're not racist. Mm -hmm. They don't know that you're not crazy. They, they, don't, they don't know the dynamic you and your friend have. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? But this, I feel like this is why um, sometimes, and that's the thing that's to be fair, because sometimes obviously racists would be like, oh no, I've got a white friend or my neighbor's cousin's friend's dog's keeper mm. is black. Mm. Okay, what's that got to do with you? Do you mm. get what I mean? It doesn't, I don't know. But with the whole tanning thing, if it's like one of my white friends at work where like we're really, really cool, I know you're not racist and it's just like whatever it is, what it is, mm -hmm. then yeah. But at the same time, I'm also aware that someone else who's black in the office, and that's actually something that one of my white friends and I actually talked about, where like, obviously we would joke with each other, like we'd joke. Mm -hmm. We just have jokes, whatever. But then anyone else is passing by, if you catch something that either I'm saying or she's saying, you'd be like, oh, you might even report it to HR. Do you mm. get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just being aware that not everyone will understand the dynamic yeah. dynamic here kind of thing. The funniest thing is that <clears throat> my white friend, I don't have two, I have one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got more than you, but. Wait, wait, wait. I swear to God. Every single time I meet him, right, I'll see him. He's always looking at me like I don't call him a friend. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's so funny because he knows I don't like run with white people. So the fact that it is... Oh, so you embarrassed of him? Not that I'm embarrassed of him. I don't have white friends like that. Yeah, but then the fact that you have this one should be, he should be your No, but friend. he... I'm mm. even saying friend because I know that if anybody were to ask me, do I have any white friends? That's the person I would say because Aww. anytime we're together... It's cool. We're yeah. good. Yeah. And we're, we're the friends that he's friends with is my good friend. So he's friends by default, right? Okay, yeah. But he's still, I would still call him friend, 100%. But my, my thing was, um, he, all of his friends are black. He don't have no white, white friends. Oh, wow. Mm. So even this white friend of mine, <laughs> because he ain't really white. <laughs> yeah, that's like white adjacent. I don't. I don't know if it is that's a bad thing. Is it spicy white? I don't know if that's a bad thing. I don't actually have any English white friends I don't because in my head, mm. I don't know if it is that we can jam because your mindset will be completely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. He's he's white British. Grew up in the hood, white. Mm. Plus he's ginger, so he's already an other. Do you understand? And you know how some people say ginger people are like the blacks or the whites? Yeah. Mm. So said that. Maybe I don't have any white friends. But it's, it's, <laughs> You're so it's, dumb, it's, you know, it's, 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 fun, it's funny you said that, though, because obviously growing up like in the hood now, you've got white people that lived with you, you know what I'm saying? And Asian people and all that. And you're all kind of impoverished <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to, to, um, to um, a certain degree. And you're all friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just reminded me of friends I had back in the day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That were white, Asian, obviously majority black and, and whatnot. But I think with time, more experiences and, and just living life and, and meeting other people that's like you, because of that way, I guess, life just directs your yeah. path, right? Certain things just get dropped out. You know what I'm saying? 
it's not it's not really a conscious thing. And I guess sometimes the whole race thing, the, the banter, allows you to form a bond. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. It's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think we're done with it, you know? All right, lovely. It's time for the reaction. Yeah, we, we can level back. Yeah, you could do it like yeah, after. Yeah. Yeah, if we feel like it, innit? say that. You know, Yusuf was looking forward to talking to you yesterday. Well, I bet he was. Oh, you can read his headline, E-Man, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. I watch the game, you know. You know, I'm now watching games. And you're enjoying it? Arsenal. And you're enjoying it? Only because of the result. <laughs> 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 I was pissed up until that free kick. You must have loved that. The 90th minute, that must have been exhilarating mm, for you. Mm, mm. And then the, the yellow card? Or was the yellow card before the free kick? The yellow card was, before, before the was long kick. before the free kick. Mm. But we beat you without him already. So mm. don't forget that. We didn't have party. We didn't. That's true. Mm. Mm, that's true. It's <laughs> very true. Um, I, I feel like I'm going to butcher some of these names, you know. What's his name? Elise. Yes, Elise. Uh, so Elise, sensational stoppage time free kick rescued a 1-1 draw for Crystal Palace against Man United as Eric Ten Hag's side missed a chance to go second in the Premier League. They had a chance to go above City, man. But they squandered it. United appear to be heading for a sixth, a sixth consecutive Premier League win thanks to Bruno Fernandez's goal before half-time, but Elise savaged, salvaged a point in dramatic style. His curling set-piece crashing in off the underside of the bar in the 91st minute. David De Gea um, kept Palace at bay before that. The United goalkeeper making outstanding saves from Eduard and Guhey. Gray, Gray. Gray. But he couldn't do anything about Elise's stunning effort as United spurned the opportunity to close the gap to Arsenal to six points. For United, the result was compounded by a booking for Casemiro, his fifth of the season, which means the key midfielder will be suspended for Sunday's crucial showdown with Arsenal. The draw keeps United in third place, eight points behind Arsenal, but comes as a, as a major boost to 12th place Palace, who had lost five of their previous six games in all competitions. And the second thing, Ten Hag, man. I think you might like this one, though. My United manager, Eric Ten Hag, has reminded Arsenal that his side were able to beat them without Casemiro. Mm. Yeah, after the mid midfielder was suspended for Sunday's crunch trip to the Emirates. Casemiro picked up a yellow card, like we just mentioned, with 10 minutes to go um, in the 1-1 draw with Crystal Palace for a foul on Wilfred Zaha, his fifth booking of the campaign, which results in a one-match suspension. United head to the Emirates in third, eight points behind Arsenal. They remain the only side to have beaten Arsenal in the Premier League this season. And Ten Hag has told his players it's up to them to make up for Casemiro's absence. Ten Hag said, last time we beat Arsenal without Casemiro. Casemiro is obviously a really important player for us. And he's one of the reasons that we're in the position that we're in now. We have a squad and we have to fill the gap and make a proper plan. And the squad has to fill it. As a team, we already showed how to beat Arsenal. So he's talking quite confidence, man. Confident. Yeah, no, I was with him. Brent was right though. There weren't no party last time, innit? So mm. That's gonna be a tough one. That's a big loss. That 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 um that yellow card is a big big loss. Right. What can we you do? Will it still beat you with Casemiro? To be honest, huh? Will it still beat you with Casemiro? There's no telling. You don't know you're gonna be us. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, and again, weekend's nearly here, so 
<laughs> I look forward to that one. Do you want to call it? Or you want to call it tomorrow? 2-1, United. Mm. See, see how you're confident? Yeah. Why can't I also be confident? You're allowed to do anything you want. Precisely. That's why I said we're going to beat you. Fair play. With or without Casemiro. Um. I wasn't really impressed with how we all played against Crystal. And it's because I'm watching the game now. Do you understand? Okay. Before I wasn't watching the game and you were allowed to talk all sort of smack. Mm-hmm. But now I'm watching it. You guys aren't really playing, playing. That's and yes. after the first goal, you're all kind of huddled together like you guys was doing some like group <laughs> stuff. I don't know what that was about. Was that team spirit? Camaraderie, man. Is that what you're trying to... Uni, that's copy? what they got over there. You know what it is? Obviously, Palace ain't the best team in the world, but guys to sell house box, not easy, man. There's no easier way gamers in the Premier League, man, to be totally honest with you. Dropped points, it was bad, but... And we never really looked like like losing it or anything like that. The one goal weren't enough. Like scoring either. Now, man was watching it thinking, we need another goal here because the one's not enough. And then when it was like 88th minute, I was like, you know what? Fair play, they saw it out. You'll take the three points. Even though their performance ain't great, you get the points at the end of the day. And then my man slapped that free kick and it just changed everything, innit? So it's a poor result. It's a dire result. But... um. Maybe um, we have to wait for um, Arsenal to drop a few more points first for us to get us back in the race. We'll drop some points on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, but th- I need you. I need that other team to take points off you. Ah, okay. Mm. And on Sunday it's going to be at the Emirates. Yeah. Hmm. Even you're going to win two one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just think we shall see. Huh? Guess we shall see. I don't know. I just think you've got a game on your hands, boy. Well, Yusuf is in the chat. He said United aren't beating us at the Emirates and not for the second time this season. No chance. I'm just saying, I I don't know. I honestly don't know how it's going to go. But one thing I do know, you're not going to have a game on your hands. You always do when it's yeah. United. You know what I'm trying to say? I watched us play City and I thought, yeah, yeah, we can play. You get me? So, and it's not like Palace where you've got 11 men behind the ball and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. You're not going to be at home. You're not going to play. You're not going to allow space in behind for Rashford to run into and stuff like that. This is this is going to be a game. You know what I'm trying to say? That I'm I'm looking forward to the spectacle, if I'm honest with you. I am also. Do you know why? Because even I know it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Because we're going to win and everything. But <laughs> I also think you guys are going to try to turn up. Do you understand? Yeah, and if you all managed to win, something mad must have happened. 100%. And I'm w- looking forward to now telling you how it was mad. If you'll win. I'm not going to be, oh, the best team win. No, the best team isn't going to win if it is you win. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. So I'm going to come here with heat for you if you'll manage to win. Because I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. And I've, this period of li- time, that, this period in my life, I never thought I would be here again. I never thought I'd... When I divested from Arsenal heavy was the 4-4 uh, against Newcastle. Remember when we were phoning up? Yeah, yeah. That's when it is. I was like, I, I need to emotionally detach myself from this. I'll still watch every single game. Mm. But I need, to, I need to stop this, right? Even during the period where, where everybody was onto Arsenal Wenger, I didn't like the fact they were onto Arsenal Wenger because obviously grandpapa and everything. Get me? Yeah. But boy, oh boy, he needed to go, right? Because yeah. he wasn't looking to change. He was stubborn. <laughs> he was stubborn. So no... Brother, I'm feeling good about Arsenal again. Look at you, man. I will. I love to engage in conversation now that we can talk, man. <laughs> we, we, we're talking the things now. Do you understand? You are looking good, man. 
He's not looking good, man. He's not all right, man. We're not we're not losing on Saturday, bro. We're not losing. You might lose on Sunday, though. No, we're not losing on Sunday, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're not losing on Sunday at all. And if it is that we do, it's because something stupid happened. Well, all right, then. This is, I've not even been paying attention because I knew this was going to happen. Nets lose third straight. That is horrible. Keldon Johnson had a career high 36 points and 11 rebounds as the San Antonio Spurs snapped a five game skid with a 106 98 win over the injury slowed Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday night. Um, so, Han, maybe, added 16 points in a physical outing that included a dust up with Brooklyn Nets forward Markeith Morris. Ben Simmons had a triple-double of 10 points, 10 rebounds and 11 assists for Brooklyn in the opening contest of a five-game trip. TJ Warren added 19 points and Nick Claxton had 15 points, 11 rebounds, four blocks and four assists. Mm. The Nets lost their third straight and have dropped every game since Kevin Durant um, suffered a um, sprained MCL in his right knee. Kyrie Irving was a late withdrawal due to a sore right calf. Oh, he didn't play. Okay, cool. That makes more sense. But I knew they were going to lose. The, they, were just gonna, they went on... Um, they went on a, um, what was it, 12-game winning streak or something? And yeah. then I think maybe the Bulls snapped it and then they started winning again and then KD got injured. And then since he went down, I was just like, I know they're going to lose, man. People are going to start chatting shit about them. But, um, Is he out for long? I think they said two weeks. I think it'll work out to about a month. Okay. Work out mm. to about a month. I don't know if he's going to be back because they'll probably just let him just chill. All-Star All -Star break's coming up soon. So I don't know if he's going to be back before the All-Star break. Probably just give him give him time to chill off, do the all-star thing and then forward back so like February probably mm, okay alright cool more basketball news the Nuggets get 14th straight win and Nikola Djokic had 36 points as part of his 13th triple-double of the season to offset a 44-point performance from Damian Lillard giving the Denver Nuggets their 14th straight home win as they topped the Portland Trailblazers 122 to uh, 113 Jokic was um, 13 out of 14 from the floor, finished with 12 rebounds and 10 assists. Nuggets improved to 13-0 this season when the um, two-time reigning MVP records a triple-double. This was a game that at times turned into Jokic versus Lillard, so it was Lillard's 214th career game with 30 or more points. Michael Porter Jr. had 23 points and Jamal Murray added 17 for Denver, which improved to 23 at home as a capacity crowd braved a snowstorm that was um, starting to hit the city. Yeah. Are they number one in the West? I don't know, do you? Not too sure. Yusuf knows. Yusuf, are Nuggets number one in the West? Tell me in the chat. We, we, we move. Enough where you're looking to your side. Doesn't like... Huh? Doesn't like where he sits. You know, I was looking here. He's here. You there, Yusuf? Well, you know it's like a delay. Three seconds, we'll let you know. All right, cool. Well, that was enough of the um, sports reactions. Okay. All right. Continue. Um, we're next headlines. Next headlines. Next headlines. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll text you. All right, so uh, there's a trigger warning on this um, headline. Yes, um, the father of a newborn baby who police wanted to trace is a registered sex offender. Um, the baby has been missing since their parents' car broke down and caught fire on the M61 near Bolton on the 5th of January, 
Since then, Constance Toots Martin and Mark Gordon appear to have been avoiding police, moving from Liverpool to Harwich to Colchester and London in quick, in quick succession. Miss Martin is 35. Apparently, she's from a wealthy family, but is estranged from them, police say. She had a privileged upbringing, attending a private school, university and drama school. But after meeting Gordon, 48, apparently everything changed. Gordon, whom she met in 2016, has been a registered sex offender in the UK since 2010. Having been convicted in Florida of a rape, he committed aged 14. He served some 20 years in prison in the United States before being deported to Britain. Detective Superintendent Lewis Basford of the Met Police said, Our top priority is ensuring the safety and well-being of the newborn baby. We have no evidence to suggest that either Constance or the baby have been assessed by medical professionals. Police do not know even if the child was born prematurely or even or went full term, only a day or so old at the time of the car fire, they could have been born in the vehicle. So, yeah, police are still looking for them. Um, and the next headline, another trigger warning here. And this is basically, uh, basically a police officer, a female, a woman, who's come out and spoken about her traumatic, um, basically the whole process of reporting her rape, right? to the police force and how basically she found that the investigation was even more traumatic than the incident. So the woman, who was also a police officer, like I said, says that it took her eight years to finally come forward with the allegation only for the claim to be brushed under the carpet. A woman who reported her police officer, police officer ex-husband for rape, says detectives mishandled the case and the investigation was more traumatic than the actual incident. The woman, who um, is going to be referred to as Sally, has as she cannot be identified for legal reasons, has said um, that those running the investigation into her allegation had been colleagues or old friends of the accused. Sally, who was also a police officer in the north, north of England, says the first person she confided in waited, waited for her to finish her story before telling her how he had known her husband since school and had been on a team, a team tour with him. It had taken eight years for Sally to come forward since the rape, and she only found the courage after learning that her ex-partner was also alleged to have been violent towards his new wife. Following her allegations, Sally's husband faced both a criminal investigation and a probe by police professional standards. She said that when the criminal investigation was dropped, that seemed to be the cue to drop the internal review. She said, I don't feel believed. I feel like it's been all brushed under the carpet. After a subject access request, Sally discovered that the file passed to the Crown Prosecution Service included what she said were false allegations against her claiming that she had repeatedly accessed files on her husband. Overall, she felt she was unsupported and was made to feel needy by asking for updates on the case. And she said, as a police officer herself, she wasn't allowed to be a victim. With great reluctance, Sally admits that she lost trust in her own force and she eventually left. Um, so yeah, very sad over there mm. with, that, with that particular story. Um, and the last headline, this is a wild one. And again, another trigger warning. And a man who was at the center of a BBC Africa Eye investigation yeah, has been found guilty of trafficking disabled people in Kenya in order to, to pay a fine of 30 million Kenyan shillings, which is equivalent to about 196,000 pounds, or face 30 years in prison. Last year, a BBC undercover investigation exposed a human trafficking network smuggling disabled children from Tanzania to Kenya. Many were taken from their parents with the promise of a better life. Instead, the children forced to beg on the streets, often for years, while their captors took all the profits. Some of the victims alleged they were beaten if they did not make enough money. 
James Zengo Nestori was arrested and has now been convicted by a court in Kenya's capital, Nairobi. But I want to hear this particular part. This is what makes it crazy, yeah? Mm. The magistrate, Agnes Wahito, said, I have also noted that you are disabled. Prison might not be a good environment for you. This is your first offence, so I've given you the minimum sentence of 30 million shillings. If you don't have that, you'll be jailed for 30 years in prison. So this guy is disabled himself, and he's trafficking other dis disabled children. He disabled himself? No, he's disabled himself. Oh, he's, but he's, he's trafficking disabled. other disabled people? Yeah. That's no excuse. He didn't get in jail. Oh, 100%. 100%. He should definitely go to jail. But then they're finding him. They're gonna give him a fine instead. Yeah. And if he can't pay the fine, then he goes to jail. Then he goes to jail for failure. Yeah, should just go straight jail. He should have got the same. Sorry, he should have got the same energy mm -hmm. as anybody else would. Yeah. That's Imagine. interesting. That's the minimum. The minimum sentence. Uh, um, Thirty million shillings. Did they operate shillings over there? Yeah, Kenya. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, that's the end of the headlines. I wonder what a shilling is worth. Well, because when I read shillings in the Bible, mm. actually, shillings in the Bible, right? Shekels. 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 Oh, my bad. Forget yeah. this. Yeah. Never mind. All right. Shillings and farthings. Remember mm. that. Them vibes. Patents. Tuppence. 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 Is it Tuppence? Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. That's before my time. <laughs> 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 I'll be aging you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> you hear about Trussard? Hmm? Apparently, we're going to be getting Trussard. The user? Yeah. Sounds about right. What do you think? Is football? Where's he at? Oh. Where's he at? Brighton. Brighton. He's good. It's not as glamorous as it's not what you wanted, but I think it's just another body. And it's, he's good. Mm. He's actually good. So yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not glamorous, but yeah, it's actually. It's probably a decent squad player actually. Mm. Interesting. Big up Josad, man. Yeah, that's the end. What's of that breaking? Is that is that done? It um, personal uh, terms agreed, and we're gonna make an official bid. No. Go Trussard, man. Go Trussard. I'm pissed we dropped points, man. That's the reason why I'm late. <laughs> where, where are you gonna watch the match on Sunday? Uh, I'm gonna book a sports bar somewhere. Mm. Go, go and get on it. Okay, okay. I'm thinking to join all my white friends and go to a pub. You don't have any. Stop <laughs> lying. Stop lying. Who are you lying to? Pubs are lit, though. Yeah. Pubs are lit. Pubs are cool, pubs. man. Mm. You, don't spend, you don't spend much time in pubs, do you? Not really. <laughs> Not really. No. Why are you lit? Is it because they sell crisps and beer? Because you can sit down and drink alcohol and, and watch football. It's just the atmosphere. It's very, like, they're very happy in the pub. There were some Italians upstairs yesterday in the pub watching the Inter Milan game. They was, they was going for it. And then there was outside smoking because they was all celebrating. There was about 40 or 50 of them or something like that, yeah? And then when um, Crystal Palace equalised, they all ran back into the pub cheering. I'm saying, what the fuck are you ah, not doing? Okay. Are you mad idiots or something? What's going on here? Mm. We're going to smash them up. Mm. But there was too many of them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you really get so vexed over football? You can't just come in like, yeah, like, not, like. As in to resort to violence? The thought of it, maybe. I like what you said. What? Like, you could rumor it, it in your head, like, 100%. Yeah. But you would actually act on it unless it is you're provoked. Yeah. Okay, because fighting over football is wild. It's wild. Yeah, but 
You know, it's in the roof. Who thought of Alexis? Just the people going. Hooliganism and that. Remember the man that used to meet up? Mm. They used to meet up and go and have a little straightener, tear ups and that. That was the culture. Football was football was a wild place in the nineties and that. You know, like the terrace. That's, that's, the terrace. Yeah. Ter- what's it called? The, ter- the terrace. Mm. The ter- yeah, terraces. Terraces. There you go. That's because no one loved their nine to fives, right? Yeah. Government was it Thatcher times? Yeah, probably. Yeah, times were bad for everybody. So gangs and friends and whatnot meeting up and what? One hundred percent. They just wanted to be warm. <laughs> <laughs> when the stories to tell their bridges and stuff because it was like a scrape up and then they were like oh, right, right. Yeah. until next week right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah man it was a group activity what time to be alive man mm-hmm. no no it's crazy no. Mm-hmm. they banned that's what they banned alcohol from the stadiums and that mm. remember we used to get real raucous in there you know firms and that Firms mm-hmm. and that. Yeah. Sounds Come good, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest, watching the documentary, he's like, ah. So <laughs> <laughs> to do on the weekend. Yeah, I, w- I would have probably enjoyed it. Because <laughs> when I when I see it, it's like, have you ever watched uh, The War of the Marbles? Mm-mm. No. Uh, how about, I can't remember the name of this thing. Go with Green Street, that would give it to you. Anyway, sorry, don't air. Mm. Um. Well, we have a um trigger warning for um sexual assault because that's what we're going to speak about today. Mm. So it's a real trigger warning. It's a real trigger warning. Yeah, it's a legit one. He's in the right place and everything. They all are real. Huh? They are all real. Listen, Mark starts with trigger warning, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we mean by real, by the way. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay, cool. So today's recipient of Donut Hair is 22-year-old Ahmed Khalil. I was just reading this story and like, Sometimes, you know when like, you just read something and it makes your face grow up and it's just, mm. just for, yeah. This guy's an idiot, man. This guy's only young. He's 22. He's married. He's got an 11-month-old son. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he's working. He's a part-time assistant in the shop. Yeah. And he's working in the shop here. Yeah. And then a little girl comes into the shop one day and I'm calling her a little girl because I believe she was in a uniform mm. and it was her 16th birthday. And oh, she was that's in her, horrible. She was in a uniform. And this, and she's coming to the shop, and this guy's just, just proceeded to just harass her, basically, mm. like and assault her, like he's all squeezed up her bum and that, and oh, he's wow. left her, and then he's come back past and he's tried to like, he's he's he sandwiched her in between, the like, the aisles, yeah, like mm. in one of the aisles, like and that, like he's just he's just sandwiched her between them, like pressed his whole body up on her, like squeezed past her. Then I think at one point he's kind of like trapped her in. Like he's got his hands up her skirt, feeling up her thighs and thing, rubbing up her over, rubbing her up over her underwear and that. And the only reason why he stopped, yeah, is because, um, just like a, um, a member of the public came in, mm. so another customer came in. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So he like he got he got he got startled and he jumped and he jumped away, and then she can get away. You get me? Obviously, she went to the police that same evening. She didn't she didn't play no games and then she dealt with him. But the man's only got um. Six months, mm. and like six months, he's gonna do three, 
You could probably get tagged for them. Can you get? I don't mm. know if you can, because certain offences they try not to. Maybe sometimes violent ones. They might. Certain, there's certain offences they'll be worried about giving you a tag for. But I don't know mm. whether that whether sex offences are one of those ones. You know mm. what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. in my mind, I'm saying you get six months. You got to do three of it. Um, you could do like. You could do a couple of weeks. <laughs> you could do a month or something. On, on, you get what I'm trying to say? They could do like eight weeks on tag or something like that. I mean, do eight weeks and come out on tag. And it's just like, it's just, yeah. I don't I don't understand. I don't, obviously, yeah, there's levels to, mm-hmm. there's levels to sexual assault and obviously there's like, all these things, yeah. And obviously, I don't know how you, how, how you judge it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if this is a deterrent enough. I'm guessing it would go on the sex register, innit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I just don't know. That just feels like just such a slap on the wrist. Yeah, 100%. Like, six months. I don't know how far you go with it. Like, what what's an eligible sentence or something. Mm. But I just feel like that's not enough to deter people. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, you can't run around just being a pervert and being groping people. It's a little girl. Mm. It's a little girl. It's her 16th that's birthday. Nice. She's essentially 15. She's in a uniform. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, if you what's do that and you, get, and you get caught for it, there should be more than six months than this. Yeah, but it's because that that's the thing with the law, because of what he's done. So trigger warning. But because it's like no penetration or anything mm. like that, to just be like, well, you know, you just touched that. Do you know what I mean? As he touched, I don't know if he touched like, her private since that would had have had more time. He said they said she well, it said he's touched her over her underwear. He's gone up her skirt, he's oh, touched yeah. her thighs and stuff, and he's touched her over her underwear. So I'm guessing he's touched her private parts. You get me? Yeah, six months is definitely enough. Definitely not six enough. For a married man with a you as well. What is he, what do what do humans what do humans man. think? Like, I don't understand. But yeah, he's just a sicko for real, man. You could deserve to go under the job, but definitely, man, I don't think they um I don't think they, I don't think they dealt with you harshly enough, man. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like I don't think they dealt with you harshly enough at all. So that's why I'd at least just let the world know that you're a piece of shit, and just put you on blast. You get me? But it's fucked up, man. Ahmed Khalil, you are done out here. But if you don't find him in the walk, mash him up, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Dead ass. Dead ass, man. Dead ass. You don't find him, mash him up. Where's he from? Norris Green. Where's that? Up Liverpool, that that kind of way. Northern. Yeah. yeah isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm. Find him, man. Deal with him. But yeah, I don't, I would say let's get to the actual, but I don't know what's next. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's so true. <laughs> Right, people, this has definitely been one for the books, boy. It's definitely been where we went everywhere today, but we finally arrived um, at the outro. So we appreciate you guys for always tuning in. Do like the video, you guys know. Subscribe to the channel as well. And basically, Margs, um, someone kind of called us out in the first, well, like, we were on air for like two seconds. Mm. I'd barely even finished the date. Right, and he right. was like, well, I'll like the video when you guys start on time. Mm. So I told him that we'll be starting on time from tomorrow. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys as always. So like the video, subscribe to the channel, um, follow us on our social media platforms as well, the day after TMB on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Because apparently we're shaking the tables on TikTok. So check that out. Uh, you can also send voices and text in for asking for a friend, sis, what would you do? All that great stuff to 075 6484 1073. 
If you want to inquire about the show or feature on the show, email the team the day after at thenewblack.com. And that is all from us. We'll be here tomorrow. Have what do you say? Yeah. Yeah. What, the one with the white woman? Yeah. Are we scared, Brent, man? No, no, it wasn't about that. No, I, I was watching. I heard what you oh, said. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you were watching, weren't you? <laughs> mm. but, um, people actually think E-Man's on that. That's what's the funniest thing. Is. It's killing me. <laughs> like, people are probably disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing yeah. quote tweets on people and it's like... It's so, it's so crazy, man. Crazy. The, edit, the edit was too good, Brent. Edit was seamless. Well done, Brent. Yeah, you said what you said. <laughs> That's what you're gonna die on. (laughs) (laughs) So you said what you said. (laughs) We love it. Follow us on TikTok. Bye. Peace.